0: With the Winter Olympics here, I was thinking about how many countries, how many athletes are tempted to cheat in order to get a medal. thinking about Lance Armstrong, how he was doing that blood doping, and he got everything taken away from him, and how much more satisfied and how much more proud of himself he would have felt to compete, get that last, than to have to cheat in order to be the best, even though everybody else was doing it, and how many of the countries are so so corrupt, and how many of the people want to win so bad that they'll do whatever it takes, um, and then it started to like trigger things in myself about the times I had cheated in life, and where it got me, and was it ever worth it, was it worth it, Maybe got a phone call so i got cut off but uh yeah cheating how where does it get you like what is the point does it actually like benefit you or does your conscious just just eat at you and deep down you know you cheated and so you really don't have like the satisfaction that you would want to have Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona Podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh yeah. I was just thinking about all the times I've cheated in life and where that's got me. I was thinking about this because recently with my Instagram account, I decided to use this company, I ran a 100 mile race in Miami, this guy had like 150,000 followers, and so I reached out to him and said, hey, how did you get your followers? He's like, I'll use platform, and I was like, oh cool, like, explain to me how this works, and so we talked about it, and everything made perfect sense, like, Instagram, Facebook, social media, it's all like this big, giant, stupid game So they have algorithms. And so if you get more likes, more comments, more activity on your account, it shows your stuff to new people. So to look like you're legit, you can pay somebody to grow your account. So I said, okay, let's try it. And So I paid for some followers, which I (laughs) never thought I would do. But uh, that's why I got 37,000 followers. But the activity is also paid for. So you have like a monthly thing that you pay for so that people go on and comment and like. And so a lot of the accounts that you follow are just bullshit. Like you think it's legit. But so I stopped. I quit it because I don't enjoy being fake. I don't enjoy like making a post. And then I get like 3,500 likes by a bunch of nothings and so I just did my first post without it and I got like five likes again (laughs) and it's just like it's kind of depressing but at the same time it's like it is what it is and I was just thinking where would I have gotten if I used the cheating thing to build this, this social media presence like where would that have gotten me could I have re- I could have reached out to sponsors and been like, you should sponsor me. Look at my following. And then what? Then you're locked in to a contract where you gotta pay for I don't know how long, probably forever, because your sponsors want to see that you have like activity. And so let's just say I like partnered with like a shoe company and said, hey, I'll run in your shoe. You pay me what blah, blah 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 blah. But then I gotta pay to keep my presence going until I grow a following. This is this big like giant mess. And I do think it it kinda works because if you get comments, then the comments are what drive activity to show it to other people. And so in this sick twisted way it kinda works, but then you're growing really fast like an unauthentic audience. I just think about all the other times like in life when I've cheated. Like in high school on tests, like what did I get out of that? I got like this uh, band-aid A. right? like I look at the test next to me, I copy, I get these like band-aids, but then the further and further you get into school, the further and further behind you get. I remember getting to my ACT test, and I had basically cheated on everything, I had no confidence in my test taking abilities. And part of that was I grew up. My dad, he's kind of the type of person that would make make you second guess everything. Like make you second guess every single thing that you ever thought was right. And you'd argue about it, and just you'd always just basically give in to like the fact that you were wrong. So I'd get to multiple choice tests, and I'd narrow it down to like two answers, but I could never pick. I could never pick, and so I trusted other people over myself because they seem more confident. So, I would just copy them. I got to the ACT and I looked next to me, and the tests on both sides of me were different. It was like an A, B, C, D. And so I had to take this thing on my own. And I was just, my reading comprehension was horrible. I just remember I basically just went through, kind of guessed, and then sat there and played like this penguin game on my calculator. And just kind of accepted the fact that like my cheating. My cheating had kind of screwed me it kind of screwed me and in that moment I realized like your options now are limited for what you're gonna be able to do with college because your score is gonna come back and it's gonna suck remember I got a 19 a 19 on my ACT and later on I realized I'm actually pretty smart when I put my mind to it and like I tried in college and actually did really well and all it was was putting forth some effort, and for me, and college was difficult because I was so far behind. Like I did that mission to Guatemala, that was really hard for me because I had to sit there and study and learn a language, and I had never like become disciplined enough to actually learn. I just cheated, I cheated, and I kind of got like I always found a way to cheat always found a way to make things a little bit easier on myself and in the long run it always comes back to bite you in the butt and then when you get too comfortable cheating it's it rolls into like different aspects of your life like for me like I talked about this on a previous podcast but I cheated in my marriage and it's like the lowest moment of my whole life and and Where did that get me? Like I mean, you get what, like, moments of this pleasure where it lasts like this brief brief moment to have really long lasting consequences. Anybody that's ever like cheated, they know what that feels like. And it's a it's really honestly like a horrible feeling. And I was just thinking about this because uh, like this social media thing, like do I want to build a life based on fake followers, fake this, fake that, or am I okay having like an authentic small audience where I speak my voice, I have a message that I want to put out there, and am I willing to sacrifice to please people or to come across like something that I'm not. And I decided I don't want to do that. My podcast, my social media is going to be authentic to me. If it grows, great. If it doesn't, I don't really care. Um, And I'm going to kind of go back to the guerrilla marketing, passing out business cards, meeting people face-to-face, growing things like organically, word of mouth, Social media also just like it's so time-consuming if you really want to grow and be Like big on social media. I honestly think Social media marketing is more annoying more time-consuming than working a normal job like these uh, Influencers that always have to be posting and stuff. I always looked at them like that's so lucky they get to just like post and then they make money but the amount of time that goes into like creating their videos, and the time frames they have to post, and the amount of stories they got to put, and how much they got to be messaging on other people's pages, and then how many like it's it's actually super super time consuming. And for me, like actually going out and selling solar like door to door, talking to one person at a time, is more enjoyable. It's more. It's actually more like rewarding because you're building a relationship. To do a social media post and get five likes from people that actually know me and like me is way more satisfying than getting 3,500 likes from 3,500 people that don't know me and don't care about me. And I was thinking about that too. Like, what is the point to grow? Like, why do we want to connect so bad to an audience that doesn't get us? That's like so far detached from us that. I mean, in a way, it's because we want to get paid, and then we want to have like a positive influence and a positive impact. But if you're paying for followers, if you're doing things to influence people that you're not actually influencing because they're not even real, then what is it doing for you? Right? I don't even know. I just feel like life is too short to be unauthentic, to be fake, to try to please other people. Um, I saw this quote the other day that was talking about God basically is giving you a gift. And your job is just to like step into that, give that everything. Your job is not to worry about what other people think. If you offend your family, if you offend your friends, if if it's not what other people want, that's okay. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to fit everybody because there's no way you're ever going to fit into every single person's um, appetite. Like, not everybody's gonna like you, and that's one thing that's been really hard for me. Is like, I have always had this problem with like, I want everybody to like me. I want to come across this way, blah 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 blah, and it doesn't serve me in a positive way. And so I've been able to take a step back the last couple years. I'm kind of glad I did this Instagram thing just because it was proof to myself that it's not what I want. It's not how I want to grow things. I kind of I started to feel pressure about putting out posts that seemed I don't know I just I wasn't like really happy about them I just felt like I needed to put like four to five posts out per week and sometimes I felt like they were rushed sometimes I felt like it took away from time with my kids and I'd be too focused on video and everything trying to look for the perfect post instead of living in the moment. And that's another thing is like living in the moment and doing the best that you can do. Like lift, I think that's what they say. Like lift where you stand. Like where you are right now. Like work, work, and don't uh, don't try to spread yourself too thin. Live in the moment and do the best you can do right now. And do the work. Like do actual work, and your work will eventually pay off. Don't uh, don't try to skip. hard part like running a hundred mile race I had to train I had to run a half marathon a marathon a 50-mile race and work my way up to a 100 mile race and I do feel like I'm blessed to be able to be physically fit enough to not have to train as hard as maybe some other people would have to but I did have to like put in really 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 hard work and that's how it is with everything in life anytime you cut corners Anytime you cheat, anytime you do things to get ahead without the work, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass.